0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Safe Space. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, we are, now you guys are in school, so how was your first day of school? Let's talk about it. What was it? How was it like? It's muggy. gross. (laughs) I got mics. I got mics in hand. Tell me what happened. Um,
1: so my first day of school was pretty good. Um, the classes were entertaining enough. Um, (laughs) yeah um and also but the only thing the only downside about it was like um in the morning the amount of kids that were like outside there was like an l shape and like people didn't come inside until like nine
2: why and they
1: got marked absent yeah um, because like i don't know it was just two grade levels per one door oh yeah for covid reasons but it didn't really help if everyone was like right next to each other
0: right that defeats purpose it does so you guys are at full capacity though Oh yeah,
2: yeah we are. Oh yeah, so it still doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. but with masks, yeah. it, it the mask for me like it got annoying because like as I was going through the hallway, I saw a lot of people taking off their masks and like there was no like security guard or anything to do anything about it. So like another problem I had was like the classrooms were just hot. <laughs> yeah, like right, like right. That's like, right
0: now. It's like right now it was hot.
2: It was, oh. And then we had those things like have the things in front of us and like we didn't even have for one of my classrooms we didn't even have Classic like things. oh the the, yeah. the yeah. dividers and, and they're like yeah. blurry too yeah they're blurry for some reason
0: oh that's even better you get your education on guys
2: <laughs> but then they want us to use computers but students still need to sit, but like the table one side has the divider while the other side is not enough room for the divider so it's what? like and then that teacher says she's expecting twenty-two more students. I'm like, What? the fit that many students in that class?
0: So you guys are at full capacity. Yeah. N- nothing's making sense.
2: Yep, And also for my French class, we heard news that it's not even we have an AP and a French Four Honors at the same time in that classroom.
0: So how many people are supposed to be in huh? that class?
2: So it's six of us that has AP, while there's three of uh, three of them that has French Four Honors. Oh, no. so it's like the teacher is going to teach different two people, teach two different levels of French at the same time. I know gonna work.
0: So what are the chances that the COVID COVID rates are going to go high within the next like?
1: It's a high oh, percentage. very high. Chance. Very high. The way that they're doing it. It's so weird where it's like the mask has no purpose anymore. If yeah. Everyone is going to stand that close and especially gym class is literally
0: packed.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen Jim yet.
0: Oh, I saw Jim. It was very packed. And I and I think we ch- uh, the Governor just passed that like masks are optional in in schools. So.
3: Really? Yes. Well,
0: I, I think they're leaving it up to the school. Yeah, it's probably like
1: school banding.
3: Oh.
0: Yeah. So the school gets to choose whether or not they want to I think all schools still require.
3: Yeah. 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 I so
0: know. nobody get too excited. Yeah,
2: our school is still doing the same old thing. We had freshmen having. A room number that didn't even exist in the school what? for some reason. Yeah. We had schedules where they gave us false homerooms. There's schedules where some classes were missing. It was just messed up. And then yeah. he decides to do a hall sweep the first day of school. What he did? Yeah. Yes, what he, he did? Told, oh, he to
3: a minute, what was that? When he
0: t- told the teachers to step outside. That was the hall, hall. sweep. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. He like so like when you guys were in class and he was like.
2: He was like Come teachers outside. step outside. Yeah, 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 Then he was like teachers close your door. We're going
0: to do a hall suite.
2: And it's the first, Plus, day. Um, first day of school. Let me remind you. Freshmen are still trying like to get go- through their classes. What are
0: you guys are you guys in July or something? Probably.
4: They messed up our schedules cuz like <laughs> on my schedule it showed the, like it showed my homeroom, like in a like the room I was supposed to go to for like homeroom, but yeah. I had a whole different teacher, and it was in a different.
1: A lot of people's homeroom classes were mixed up, so yeah. like two homeroom classes would be one teacher, and then they wouldn't have an, another teacher. So yeah. Yeah,
2: and they'd be like check your power Yeah, in the beginning. Uh, I can't even get internet at the school. <laughs> yeah. they're Blocking it. Yeah, it's bad. Oh my
0: god! kids, though the internet's so bad at the
1: school. So they want us to
2: use those Chromebooks that you know they're going to be The slow. thing with
1: Chromebooks is not everyone has one. Well, okay, so last year for, like, testing, some people yeah. got Chromebooks and stuff, but they want us to, like, bring them back and be able to use them in classes, but, like, not everyone has one, and I'm not sure if they have enough for everyone, which is kind of weird. So, like, right now, our pr- like, main thing for accessing, like, Google Classroom is our phones. So we actually use our phones, like, in class. Like, it's permitted. Right, so... Yeah. It's weird because like now I could go text anyone. I mean I could do anything really. Right. <laughs> it's
2: like <That's laughs> so crazy. Maybe I mean, blocked internet. We can't even bring our own laptops because. Oh yeah, you would have used the yeah. um,
1: Chrome only. Yeah. 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 And I- Chrome only sucks. I know the middle school. Yeah. Is oh blocks. yeah, it
2: does.
3: Yeah, I mean. Everything's blocked. I mean, I hate I hate this new uniform where you only have to wear white shirt <laughs> like. That's
0: the, the least, logo.
3: That's, that's the least nowhere. of our problems. Okay. I mean, look at... We're wearing a white shirt. This is going to get dirty right now.
0: Listen, I wear my food. i eat, so I feel
1: you. Mine
3: is already dirty. Like, like, I had to buy, like, six to seven shirts just for this. <laughs> and it, I don't, I don't think it's even gonna last me for two weeks.
2: Yeah, he he, he tells us to buy white shirts with the logo, and there's nowhere around. Yeah, people. that's what I'm saying. I want. He wants us to go somewhere else, acting like oh we have someone to take us there. Yeah. The and he's always is... coming after people's shoes and stuff, saying oh <laughs> shoes can buy. New. he came at me.
3: Today. He said shoes was optional. He
2: came at I'm me. Not so not optional. optional? wait, what did you say, Marcus? He came at me. He's like, oh you, <laughs> Look at oh you can. You can afford those shoes, but you can't afford that
3: uniform. I could afford oh your uniform,
4: it's just that so I couldn't find
3: it nowhere. Like, they literally. Yeah, yeah, it, it it Bro, really are you
2: serious? How you missed all? Yeah, Yo, it all?
3: stuff happens. <laughs>
2: like, like, they
3: literally yeah. sent me an address where to go get my uniform. I went there. No
1: black uniforms.
3: Not, there's not just that, like, the whole thing was basically empty. There was only small oh, for you girl to, size you have with to the go logo. Early. Like and after after that, I just bought white shirt and I'm like maybe I could buy. Are you talking about
1: the location in Araban?
3: Uh, twenty three Broad Street Elizabeth. Very.
1: Oh, you went to Elizabeth.
3: Yeah, like literally, like. like
1: I'm very uncomfortable for you guys. Yeah, like at least let
3: us wear the blue shirt, like.
1: The black shirt was very good, and the thing is, logo costs more money. Yes. 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 Right. Yeah, it's just.
2: Why
4: is that? And then uh like. Like the first day of school it was boring. I had a teacher that was <laughs> talking about his brother for thirty, like forty minutes. Yeah, He was Sorry like, his he was like, he was telling us he, like this. He repeated the same sentence twenty times. My brother is so amazing. My brother is so amazing. My brother is so amazing. His
1: brother, so he, brother
4: amazing though. He was telling us stories, and we asked him, "What's your brother name? What's your brother's name?" He didn't want to tell us any details. I'm like, oh, maybe his brother's
1: not that amazing
4: then. Maybe. Okay. Come on now. Everybody wanted to search him up. You saying all this good stuff about him. Well, let <laughs> me look him up real quick. Tell about your
0: brother. Uh, <laughs> my,
4: my brother's
3: amazing. <laughs> all, right, so, all
0: right. So school was... Mm,
3: mm. I mean, the uh, classes were okay. Like, I had fun. Yeah, class classes yeah. were fun. I had fun. But there are some classes, like my math class, for instance, I already know that class is going to have have problems. My English class, I feel like I'm going to have problem with the teacher because my personality and her personality (laughs) don't mix at all. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, those are the only two classes I can think that I have a problem with. Other than that, everything's alright. Everything Everything's all with the classes for me. (laughs) alright.
0: I know we can go on, like, 20 minutes about school, but let's... Um, I'm, I'm sorry. You guys had a rough first day. Hopefully, you know, it'll just, maybe it'll sort itself out. Um, I can only laugh. Uh, so last week we guys, we talked about, we talked, um, we talked about our choices and our body and decisions, whether or not the government has the right to say, like, with the health mandates and all that stuff. Uh, I, some of you were there for that conversation. Monica, you were there for that conversation. Yeah, Nielsen, you were there for that conversation.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I was.
0: I'm just trying to, like, I had to if you were not there. I'm yeah. taking attendance. Um, yeah. but, you know, I, with things going on in the news, like, I like to keep up because, you know, with our podcast and stuff, I like to keep up with different things to keep the con- art conversation going. So, You know we talked a little bit for the podcast about things that are going on in texas so i thought you know in last week's conversation we talk about it today so in texas they have the abortion i don't know what the actual law is called but oh it's called six B eight that is what it's called um where women cannot after six weeks cannot get an abortion whether it's consensual Incest rape, uh, which is now unfortunately it's coming in most laws, especially another one that's called the heartbeat law, which I think is absolutely insane, but whatever. Um, but the kicker is now it's this sense of where other people now have this aiding and abetting of like telling on your fellow. What is happening? Is Nielsen falling oh, no. asleep? No, he's, mm. he's <laughs> crazy. Um, so, where now? You can uh, you can tell on your fellow man or woman saying that what you know saying oh so and so is going about to go get an abortion, and you don't even actually have to tell know the person, and you can get that fine quote unquote what they said in the news is a like, finder's fee of ten thousand dollars. It could be a Lyft driver, and the, and the Lyft driver doesn't even have to know where you're going. You can go to the, be going to the hospital uh, to get a checkup, but really getting an abortion. But your neighbor or, you know, Karen down the road can be like, mm, no, I know she's getting an abortion, so I'm going to sue her and yeah. the Lyft driver. So, you know, based on what I've told you guys, I just wanted to get you guys' input and your thoughts about what... Exactly about this law and and especially about what the direction that this country is going in. Because it's a lot. This is a lot of power we're giving government officials now. You have to think about it that way. Because these are a lot of people that before were saying it's my body, my choice, I get to do whatever I want, but now we're giving government officials tell women, "Uh, you don't have the right. Whether you've gone through something horrific, or, you know, and you also have to think about, you know, maybe women who might not be able to carry a child full term due to health reasons, unfortunately, because no woman ever has to want to make that decision in their life. Or, you know, and then we're giving power to people to, I don't want to say tattletale, but that's what it is to others so is it really their body their choice
4: we have to think about that um this is actually I find it funny actually cause like um I don't like what you're doing with your body so I'm gonna make I'm gonna sue you so you can pay me that's crazy and um that's like saying cause like some people might find it some people might be happy about it because like say for instance Oh, this person is broke. But they just heard that another oh person God, is, they yeah. just heard they just heard that Cindy down the road is about to get a about to get an abortion. Oh, you about to get an abortion? I need that money. Let me yeah, show you. Yeah, yeah. Let easy me show you real quick. Money <laughs> so, money brings out the worst in us. Yeah, it's easy
0: cash. It's true. I mean I might even
3: consider doing it. Oh, Whoa. Stop. What should <laughs> you do? Oh, I nah. said I consider it because it's ten thousand dollars.
0: Right, but like that's what I mean though. Okay, and and that's what giving.
2: Like you 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 want
3: to trifle, no.
0: So I think there's somewhere in the law though, and it also says the way they worded it was behaviors that they seem uh, unfavorable. I think that's the way the law was written, which includes abortion. So think about the way that's worded. Behaviors that they seem unfavorable. Favorable or whatever. So
2: That could
0: be anything. Favorable to who? Right. Right. To who? To who? To a man. To a man. Or to somebody who's uh, on the conservative uh, side. I
4: don't. I don't really understand how people can be up, obs- can be so obsessed with other people's bodies and what they do with it. Right. Like, let me do what I want with my <laughs> body. You focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. You're so- not perfect. <laughs>
0: We have to think because it is at the end of the day is it our constitutional right to make a decision what we do with our own bodies there is um uh, i was as i continued reading i was reading more cases about uh there are actual co- constitutional well, cases about body choices you know think about when you know um when unfortunately when someone passes away and there's viable donations we have to ask somebody's permission what to do with them right yeah we just don't say well i'm just gonna take that because it's still their choice we have to ask the next of kin because it's still the that person's body but here we're telling somebody else what to do with their body it's no longer their body as i'm pointing to monica unfortunately i'm like (laughs) monica's right here if it was marcus I would be doing the same thing, but like, uh, but I'm saying, you know, when so, think about this law that just got passed because other conservative conservative uh, countries, states, are gonna follow suit. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. I think
1: like the laws is very misogynistic what and like they're yes. trying to like go back in time in a way. Like they don't want women so I feel like especially after women's suffrage and like <laughs> my body, my choice, um, plus me, I think, was it that movement? Yes. Yeah. I think that that, like them seeing that makes them not like it. Like yeah. they want women to go back to how it was like working and stuff. They don't like seeing being women, their you know, yeah, being independent, doing things. Cause like it's a way, like, I know, considering this law, there would be a woman who would be like, I'd rather, like, have my baby and not have, like, I guess a man or, like, the head of a house to be there than have to give their baby up. Right. So it's like, they don't they don't like the thought of not having control.
0: Right. And think about, it's very easy for us to decide what to do with the unborn, but what do we do with, with the born? Right. You know i i i I know i didn't want to spend too much time on this conversation because we do have another topic to talk about but i mean we can have a whole another episode on this conversation um because that's a whole thing it's like you know people you know i am people who are are trying to force this law are you know they're very for which is you know whatever woman decides their choice but you know nobody knows what to do with the the aftermath who's who's helping with them with the aftermath are there things in place we don't know you know i was watching the news with the governor of texas and he cracked me up because he was like they asked him well you literally are forcing a woman to carry out a third a, w- um, a woman to carry out a rapist's child and he's like, well, rape is a crime. He's like, what we're going to do is we're going to stop rape completely. Mm, how? Right. People are just sick. Like, uh-huh. He huh? literally, he was like, we're going to, what Texas is going to do is it's going to stop rape completely.
3: I mean, if, if most states try to follow Texas, the pushback for it will only get, how do I say, heavier. Will it? Yes, a lot. And a
1: lot of
0: times, the rapist is in their family, so it's like, you can't really, like... Well, what you're doing is you're... St- st- has anybody ever seen the movie Minority Report? Because that's what it made me think no, of. I don't know. Oh, you guys have to see that movie. I'm going to bring it in. It's pre-stopping a crime.
3: Before it's committed? No,
0: I don't know. So, how are you going to stop a crime that somebody just maybe thought of? Like, maybe I thought about stealing that wrapper, that, that piece of maybe gum. Maybe
3: I thought about smacking Nielsen today, but <laughs> I didn't do it, right? Right!
0: So, <laughs> so what you're doing is you're, yeah. you're thinking about stopping yeah, something that yet. may may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. So I may say something like, like Hentuck said, I thought about smacking Nielsen today, but he didn't. But what happens wow, if I sat at yelled at him? And I was like, how dare you do that? <laughs> And he's like, but I only said I was thinking about it. Why are you getting worked up? But So think about if somebody said, well, I was thinking of raping that woman today. And we put him away just for that thought. So are we exerting, more, giving, that, giving the government more control then?
3: Kind of, yeah. Because yeah. if you, because yeah. then you're gonna have to arrest everybody in the world. Because there are some
2: times
0: when somebody makes you angry, you think of doing something bad. We all do.
4: You should see do. me while I'm driving. I'm like, I only had a monster truck. If I only had that damn monster truck, I would just, I would probably have been put away by now. Um, one thing that I wanted to say is that, yeah. the reason that some some people, um, oh. Like get a, get an abortion is because like they can't they're not financially stable to bring a baby into this world, right. and um they know that if they if the baby comes into this world and they they don't have like money to support it, right. the baby might end up dying. Right. So they so instead die. of doing that, they they just abort the baby. So. so right, and and that
0: is making a right for them is making the best things a parent. At that moment, right? Because cause like, because you know you imagine
4: if you can, you barely can support yourself, and then you, and then you're forced to bring a baby into this world. Now you're supporting two, right? And it's gonna be hard for you, cause, not, cause like, uh. right?
0: And that's the thing. But in some people's eyes, is like, well, you gotta do it. But you know, because, and then when you try to let's say reach out to the system, the system shames you for you know asking for help and you're like but you made me have this baby like,
4: that's like them blaming you for like getting raped oh you are where you in that? it si- why did you put yourself right. in that situation now exactly. you're gonna keep the baby and live, <laughs> live with it for right. the rest of your life that's i don't get that
0: right so that's the thing is is that why people are like when this law passed you're just like people were like jesus christ why did this happen So I just, you know, I suggest you guys to keep reading more into this and looking into it, reading, because this governor really cracks me up because when he made that comment, like, Texas is going to stop rape everywhere, and I'm like, bro, I literally don't know how you're going to do this, but go ahead.
4: If you live in Texas, I suggest you move.
0: (laughs) Right. I do. I literally, I was like, we're coming. We're coming with the cars. We'll get you all out of
1: here. Speaking (laughs) of Texas, like, you know how we're all we're all seniors so you know apply (laughs) I just have to make sure (laughs) so like applying applying to like colleges and stuff I had some colleges in Texas but like after that I took them off because I just felt like uncomfortable like what if I do end up going there and it's like
0: Right. Yeah, you never know. You never know. As a woman, are you safe there? Yeah.
4: I know I'm not the only one, but like every year, something oh something bad always happens in Texas. It's always <laughs> it's, it's,
0: <laughs> it's
1: either Texas or Florida. It's always It's, Texas it's, yeah. Florida. it's always. Texas. I will
0: show you guys things later after after this podcast. Things on Texas. I have I have good things for days. Uh, so uh, let's get because we only have a short amount of time. And uh, like I said, I didn't mean to spend so much time in this conversation, but I really. Uh, it really I was, as i read more and more about it and i was like "Oh, i gotta talk about this on the podcast um uh, you know and we'll keep monitoring the situation and you know keep talking about it because i think it's important you know you really have to think about it it is a it is a war on women's reproduction rights and if people don't stand up it is gonna women are gonna go backwards So let's talk about suicide prevention because you know things didn't get like depressing enough here. Um, So I'm gonna read out some statistics because that's what I do. Um, All right. So individual impact on suicide prevention, not suicide, just on impact on suicide. 78 percent of all people who die by suicide are male, although more women than men attempt suicide. Nearly, men nearly are four times more likely to die by suicide. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 34, and the 10th leading cause of death overall in the United States. The overall suicide rate in the United States has increased 35% since 1999, and 46% of people who die by suicide had a diagnosed mental health condition. When nearly half of the individuals who die by suicide have diagnosed mental health condition, research study shows that 90% experience symptoms. In the community impact, annual prevalence of serious thoughts of suicide by the US demographic group, 44.8% of adults, um, 11.8% of young adults age 18 to 25, 18.8% of high school students, 46.8% of the LGBTQ communities of high school students. Uh, just trying to read this real quick. Uh, transgender adults are nearly 12 times more likely to attempt suicide than the general population. And suicide is leading cause of jail for people in local suit of people in local jails. So my first question to you guys is: Suicide is the highest rate in the mid teens. Why do you think the reason for this is?
3: You know, because that's when, because that's when people are most vulnerable. You know, that's when they're more emotional. That's when they need the most support. Because you know, you know, that's when they're changing. They don't know what's happening. So, you know, you know, their emotions are more, you know, higher up. So whatever people say may impact them way more than they did they when they were kids. When you know, when they were playing when they didn't even know what the world was, when they're adult, when, you know, they become more mature and understand what's going on more. So when they're a teen, they basically, like,
2: the world is attacking them, basically. Mm-hmm. I agree with him. It's like, when you when you're a teenager and everything, things are more serious. Like, there's more expectations from you. There's more, like, more of, like, a maturity sense that you have to have. Like, there's a lot of different things that people expect you to be. Like, and, like, especially if you're not straight people will definitely like get on you based on that and a good amount of times you might not get support from your family members or something because they don't accept you for who you are so that plays a big factor or that once you tell someone that you're close to about it yeah they won't accept you either so it's a lot of pressure and plus trying to find out who you are and everything
0: yeah, no, it's
2: true. Um, I mean,
1: this
0: is- I've seen
4: a lot of like instances where you know, like when you're little, and then everyone's hating on you for like having something, and then as soon as you grow up, all of a sudden they want to turn and like you now. Like, what, wh- why were you bullying me for? Yeah. Now you want to switch up on me? Yeah, I don't get that. Plus, like, everybody bullies you because like you're different or unique, and like when they- when you're different, they bully you because like I don't know. I-, I think it's like jealousy. Like they they're jealous of you because of. How different you are. Because, like, when they look around or when they look within themselves, they, they don't see anything. They just see, like, somebody, like, oh, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how
2: to explain I it. I think I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. Um, what do you think the statistics that I've read, what do you think it says about the problem?
4: That, um, One thing that I've... Um, you can go, Marcus. Sorry.
2: It, it first of all says nothing has changed. It's just gotten worse. Worse. <laughs> yeah. <okay.
3: laughs> I was like, worse, it's work. It got worse. Okay. Uh, Why do you think it's gotten worse?
2: Because um, like, as we, because you stated that the percentages went up. I forgot for a while. yes, it did. It
0: went up by the thirty-five percent.
2: And another reason is that it's the tenth leading cause, so that mm-hmm. says something that nothing has really changed to like. Yeah. Um, fix up the situation, or
4: right? Um, the percentage of males that um commit suicide it says a lot because men often have to pretend to be strong, yep. and, s- and sometimes they pretend for way too long and it overwhelms them and then they end up taking their lives. Yeah,
0: it's true. Um, <laughs> so why do you think suicide is really difficult to talk about? I
1: feel like people feel like, um, uh, i don't know how to say it but like they don't want to upset people in a way they feel that the only reason why they're on earth is because like other people need them to be when that's not really the reason okay. like they have a purpose to be here and then like they don't really like talking about it with other people do
0: you think it's easier to talk about having a mental health condition or is it easier to talk about suicide
1: definitely mental health just because like i think the past year with covid and everything people like um just people saying they have mental health issues and like some people actually having it and some people not having it they're just i don't know how to explain it okay like yeah and like then it you don't know who's telling the truth and who's not who's to give um you know resources and stuff to and you know who's just i guess just doing it just because so you think
0: because uh, so what i'm hearing is because well do you think because of covid or us being in the pandemic last year, um, because it has caused a lot of anxiety, it's caused a lot of hurt for people, it's easier for us to say, hey, I'm depressed, and I have a lot of anxiety, as, as opposed to the last couple of years. I think so, and I think anyone can really
1: say that, and no one will question them, because it's kind of a universal feeling, like, everyone has been feeling depressed, everyone has been feeling a lot of anxiety. I know, I felt a bit of anxiety, like, coming back to school and I'll not really, really knowing, yeah, and, like, not really you knowing talk? how the school was going to take care of, like, the whole COVID issues. so that gave me a little bit of anxiety, but, yeah, that
3: Yeah. Go ahead. Talk. Yeah, I believe that people have problems talking about suicide because they don't want to believe it. They don't want to believe that the person, like, you know, they care about or, you know, they thought they knew, or had this thought, like, they weren't happy or they went down. Another problem came is that they don't know what to do. Like, if the person actually does that, what then? What am I supposed to say? How am I supposed to cure it? What do I do? Do I take them to an amusement park? Do I feed them? Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that came to mind because, you know, because you never know. Like, with suicide, the, the most happiest person might be the most damaged, and yeah. you don't want to believe that. And once you start believing that, you start worrying about what to do. Because the, cause the person you knew is not the person that you actually, you know, I mean, the person you saw isn't that person that you knew. So now you have no idea how to approach this new person that you're, you know, figuring out. So it become harder and harder to solve. So they just avoid it altogether because they don't have a solution for it.
0: So uh. you said something very interesting there. It's that inability of us not mm-hmm. knowing what to do when someone says, I'm feeling suicidal, mm-hmm. or I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. You okay. feel this incapacitated feeling, right? Mm-hmm. You were gonna say something. Yeah I was. No line... go ahead. No.
4: Society all society take like suicide, like suicide as a joke. Um one example is that okay. some people they pretend like they're suicidal or depressed for attention. So when someone is actually depressed, people are people are laughing at it, Oh, you're not serious. You're not serious, oh you're joking about it because of how many people that pretend that they're depressed or suicidal. I saw on TikTok one time, it was this lady. She pretended to have cancer just um, shebert, oh, I, yeah, shebert, yes. yeah. There are a lot of mentally ill people that pretend to have uh, diseases or mental or like problems just for attention, yeah. and yeah. I don't I don't understand that. So when someone actually has the disease or is mentally ill and needs help, it is hard for other people to believe them. Yeah, um, you know, you guys are
0: mentioning a lot of things. I just I want to get back to what Hentoff said though about this this feeling that we get when we feel like mm. oh no like somebody mm. is feeling like mm. when they say to us i feel mm-hmm. like when somebody goes i i, I want to hurt myself i want I, I think i'm going to kill myself and we were like uh awkward mm-hmm. yeah, i
1: did? think it's also because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i had um like a friend before who said that they were going to do that and like my first instinct was obviously to you know tell the guidance counselor mm-hmm. And after that, they feel a certain type of way to you. They feel like you broke okay. their trust. And, like, mm-hmm. that kind of makes you not want to tell. But then when where's, like, the line, the fine line of actually telling and trying to keep... Like, I don't want to keep it for them. I'd rather them not be my friend and mm-hmm. them still alive than them not alive. Because I won't have a friend. It's like... Right.
0: Yeah. You did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, so do we help or do we... You know, how do you get over that fear of, like, <laughs> that initial anxiety that we get? Because we all get that anxiety when somebody, it's, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it's very normal. Yeah. I'll say it right now. It's very normal when that somebody goes, I'm, I'm, I'm going like to kill myself. And you're like, huh? you get that, oh, leap" moment. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you, you don't know what to do.
3: Yeah, at this moment, you're like, who's who, who even is this person like like do, do I even do like you know do I even greet you like we we like we usually greet do, do I even do, what I do I do like like like? The only thing you say like okay don't do it but that doesn't help but it's,
0: right like, so all you could what does do, the person need from
3: you that's exactly what I'm saying so when he needs that thing but they're just gonna be like I don't need help or maybe they need help but then you're gonna be like how do I help them what do I do do I so what
0: do you think they need
3: that's exactly what's going to happen because then they're going to you're going to have to force it out of them and if you cannot do it if, if you don't want to do it you're going to try to make somebody else and then that person is going to feel even more hurt, cause the person they trust for it is it, just a bunch of things you know a lot of those things come to your mind and you just go crazy and to think, Yeah, you know? I,
4: had a, I had a friend just like two weeks ago okay. he who was attempting to commit suicide mm-hmm. I was trying to talk him into going to see a therapist or whatever so he texted me oh I'm gonna end it all, and then he never replied. Twenty missed calls, texts—he never replied. Okay. So now I'm worried. And then he texts me, "Oh, hey." I'm like, well, wh- "What's going on?" And then he was like, "I'm like, how are you doing?" He's like, "I'm okay now." I'm like, you wanna talk about it, nah? Uh, I'm like, so I'm like, okay. So then, um, we sent uh, an admin, like, an adult to go talk to him.
1: Yeah.
4: But that's pretty much yeah. I kept, I'm trying. I tried to convince him to go see like a professional.
1: Okay.
4: Cause like help, but right. you don't want to. So, so you did the right thing. You,
0: you know, you, you understood was, that was because like after. I know that
4: I know that my advice wouldn't be that good. Cause like I tried giving him, giving him advice before, right. it didn't work. Cause he don't listen. Okay. So I thought that if I gave, if a, a adult gave him advice, it would be like um, it would be like a more
0: right. Well, you uh, knew it was out of your scope. Yeah. It was what we like to call out of your scope of practice. I have a question about this. So, yes. like go
1: ahead. In these situations, do you call the police? Because I've heard, like, stories where people call the police and then the police make it worse for the person. And just cause, like, how many people are there and, like, the police, ac- I don't I don't know
0: if it's an accident or not, but accidentally kill the person. It's, like, I don't know. It, it's, it like, depends. tricky. Yeah, it's very tricky. It's very tricky. I don't want to say either way. Um, it really, if the person is in immediate harm, yeah, you want to call. You know, you do it. You definitely want to call the police. You know if they're an immediate risk you want to call someone you first want to call someone the adult that's at home you know if you have the adults number and to check on on them that's what you want to do at first but if they're not at home if no one's at home you probably do call that that's the best if, if you know that they're in immediate harm
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know um, that that would be you know uh, that would probably be the best bet. Like, if you know, let's say, if you have a friend and you know that their mom's home, I would call the mom to check in on them, and because then the adult is immediate to assess the situation. So, but if you know no one's home and you know that, if they have means to a weapon or means to harm themselves, then yes, call 911. You know, it. You you rather than be safe than sorry. Yeah. You know um that would be that would be your best bet you know that's this is why you know it's important to have these kind of conversations i mean it's a scary conversation to have it's um sometimes it's an uncomfortable conversation to have but it's a conversation that we all need to have you know um i know taylor just did she just actually did uh her training and certification Mm -hmm. and um it's called and it's immediate uh suicide prevention
2: mm-hmm.
0: so we're gonna just shift taylor really quick. so so taylor actually did if you want to say what says does um yeah it basically provides you like the skills that you need in order to like provide like like immediate like suicide like first aid so this is like someone is telling you that they intend to they have like a weapon or they have a plan to and then so it's kind of just a way for you to like know what to do in those types of situations how to get them to a point where they can be like okay i want to stay safe for now at least and then like whatever after it has to happen like can happen so it's just a way to like kind of get the person who's like you know like on a ledge or like just on the phone or like telling them that they're going to do it like asap kind of just to like, get them like in a place where they can um like really think through the situation. Yeah. So, in that situation, like an assist training would be great. Mm-hmm. So, that would be like totally everyone good. should yeah. be certified. Yes. Yeah. That's I have my assist certification too. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: I did that when I was at school. Oh, I was like required. No, no, they just offered to us. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. They offered to us, and they were like, "Yeah, I, I think you, everybody. I think they offered to teens too." Yeah, I anyone think. can can take the the workshop. I think. Yeah, yeah. It costs pretty money, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> um. So, all right, let's you, let's get one more question in. How do we make it easier for us to talk about it?
3: Mm, you know, like you said, like you like have a like you you are training it and certifying mm-hmm. it. For people that aren't trained, they will not know what to do. But if you mm-hmm. are, you know what to know. So basically, I guess you could have a course at school or your parents, you know, they taught you about what, what you know, to help you with that. But otherwise, you're just going to be stiff not knowing what to do. Should I tell my parents? Should I tell my school counselor? What should I do? I know if I say, don't kill yourself, it's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, if, if you say that a million times, she's not going to listen.
0: Yeah.
3: So what do you do other than just say, don't do it? You know, a lot of things come to your mind. So, like, if you have training, then
2: yes. Right. I feel feel like um ways to, like, at least try to make it easier to talk about, like, suicide and everything is to, like, just improve talking about regular mental things that's going on. Because at the end of the day, suicide, the reasoning behind it is something mentally. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you talk about, like, your mental health and how you are, it can at least like do something make you at least feel better and like reconsider or like or you just don't have that thought anymore Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i mean that's the thing i mean you know we have to understand that i think that people who are struggling with suicidal thoughts of hurting themselves are you know they're looking for someone to talk to Mm -hmm. you know um you know and we have to learn how to bridge that gap right so how do we do that you know Um, so, and, you know, we have to, I think a part of it is we have to understand is that we may not be always the person that they need at the time, but we are that person at that moment. So, um, so we are bridging towards the end of this conversation. Um, so I thought instead of our last minute thoughts. We're, why don't we have, and I lost, I I put all my little side questions away. God knows why. Um, hmm. Mm, what do you, as a, as a, last minute thought what would you think of, that somebody who is struggling with suicide would like to hear right now
3: well, it's definitely not don't do it but um uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh I, I,
2: I can take this one. I think um a person would like to hear that you're there for them and that um If you need me to support you in any sort of way, that you can do it. Good.
3: Perfect. Um, What they need is somebody, you know, to watch them, to look after them. And basically, like, keep them safe and understand what's the problem here. Why do you want to kill yourself? Is it because you don't have enough friends? Somebody's making fun of you? Is it a problem in your head? Like, like what okay, is head it? okay. <laughs> <Just laughs> you're done, you're done.
0: <laughs> stop saying heads on oh, <laughs> Whoa,
3: yes, listen, right.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, I don't really have anything to say.
1: Uh, I don't think everything's gonna...
4: Y'all can still hear me, I was speaking loud. Uh-oh. Okay,
1: uh, okay I'll open it out. But yeah, something I think they should probably hear is that, you know, people are here for them, no matter like how hard it may get, people still want them around. Yeah. There's like they have a purpose on this earth, and that's why they're still here. And I feel like I hate the saying "it, it gets better" because like it takes time for things to change. Like you can't just tell someone, oh, you know, it gets better, and you know they're still there like a yeah. month later. It's it's not really gonna work. But I think as long as you're there for them and you're just giving them that constant support, letting them know that. If they ever need you, that you're there for them.
0: Yeah. Perfect. So um, I'm going to end with this because I have these little nifty cards and I was really excited about them. Um, Connection is important. People need other people and that goes for your strong friends too. The ones who are willing to take care of others and maybe aren't so willing to ask for help themselves. Connect with these people today and ask, if anything, what you could do for them. So I want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of The Safe Space. You can check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, and Spotify. And, uh, you know, just take care of yourselves today and do a little self-care. And we will be in your ears again next week. And happy birthday to
2: this guy.
0: See you later. Oh, happy birthday.
2: birthday. Oh, who's birthday? Nielsen.
0: Happy
1: birthday, Nielsen. And that's
0: on the podcast. Happy birthday.
4: Thank Thank you.